Welcome to the week three Power Rankings. Um, we are live from Boone, North Carolina, um, home of the Appalachian Mountaineers and Duke Mountain. Week two was death and destruction for most of us, and ramifications will be felt for the rest of this season. Um, some big time players are lost forever, and um, we pray for them and their families during this hard time, and for our fantasy teams, but show must go on, next man up, let's get started. All right, number 12 is not a surprise this week. Um, week two really did quite a number on this team, and that's the peanut butter falcon. Um, every single fantasy power ranking resource I could find had him dead last in the league, and um, I don't think any of us are surprised. We'll take a quick look at his team here. He had doubled up again in week two by the Tough Eats and endured some painful losses, um, including Saquon, Sterling Shepard, Kenny Galladay. Um, and a few others, I do believe. But he's got a new squad in there. He's going to roll with Gardner Minshew Thursday night against Miami. Um, hoping carry on, get some more carries. And then fat ass Mike Davis, uh, $90 buy, could um, help him for the next few weeks until McCaffrey gets back. But, you know, when you're desperate, you gotta you got to spend some cash. Uh, he's got some talent still. Robbie Anderson, Landry, Ingram, Galladay, Chris Godwin. So not all is lost um, except for the season for uh, – Mr. Bryant Rogers. Number 10, or excuse me, number 11, uh, Malcolm in the Kittle. Uh, that's owner Mitch Ferguson. Um, I don't think anyone's surprised by this either. He is struggling, to say the least. Um, quick look at his team. Uh, with Kittle being hurt, he doesn't have much going for him. That's for sure. But he is now 0-2, um, averaging about less than 100 points a game. Um, bright spot for him is Cam Newton looked elite last week um, against Seattle, who's a who's a solid defense. Um, he he does have some nice some nice pieces. So if Newton can keep that up with Michael Thomas and George Kittle getting healthy, and he's got Mike Evans and. T.Y. Hilton, I mean, he's got a lot of talent there, actually. Um, if he gets healthy, I can see him making a little run here in the future. But moving right along here to uh, number 10 is my cup. No, excuse me. Number 10 is I'll never let go, Jack. Um, and that's owner Wade Carlton. I believe that's another boat movie reference. Um, the Titanic? I don't know, Wade, fill us in on that. I'm, I'm thinking um, when they're on the door and there's plenty of room for Jack on the on the door and that selfish, you know what, 
let him stay in the water and, and die. Um, so I think that's what's going to happen to this team as well. Um, 0-2 again this year to start. Um, did have a solid week with 145 points. Uh, he is the deepest team at running back. Uh, I don't think there's any question with Mixon, Taylor, Gurley, and David Johnson. Um, and, and some nice, you know, kind of all-or-nothing wide receivers with Diggs, Will Fuller. Um, Matt Ryan, he'll put some points up, too. I think this is a dangerous team. You can catch a, a bad week, and he'll put up a 180 points. But on, on the average, I think he'll be in the lower hundreds and be a lower bottom half of the league guy. Number nine in the week three power rankings is my cup Ertz and owner Colby Johnson. Um, you know, I think he's respected through the league as a, as a really good sports and fantasy mind. Um, I think that can get actually be a disadvantage at times where he overthinks his lineup. Um, for example, um, you know, he, he just tends to overthink guys that should be playing that, that don't play. Um, he had a tough loss to the Carolina football team or the Charlotte football team. Duncan Palmer by seven points. But let's see let's see his lineup last week and who he had on the bench. Yep, he sat Cooper Cup. Um, that's interesting. Um, he started Naheem Hines over Cooper Cup in the flex. Uh, to me, that's just thinking too much. And um, that kind of stuff will, will lead to some losses. If he had Cooper Cup lined up, he gets a W. And he's 2-0, and and now he's 1-1. One and one. So, Colby, stop thinking. Go with, your, go with your gut. All right. Number eight is Big Dak Energy. Um, Big Dak Energy is led by Dak Prescott himself. He has been a staple in, in Ian's teams for, I think, three years now. He's been the, the backbone. Um, and, and, and Big Dak puts, puts up a lot of points on a week-to-week basis. He's currently the number six uh, scoring quarterback, and he kind of doubles that with a nice run game and Derrick Henry and Miles Sanders and really solid wide receivers, Edelman, Collyboyd, and Allen Robinson. Um, looks like he's got OBJ benched going into the Washington week. We'll see if that stays. Um, but a pretty deep team. He's got a nice-looking bench. He's got another good, solid running back, uh, David Montgomery in Chicago. Uh, but that's number eight this week in Big Dak Energy. He is 2-0, folks. He put up 160 points, maybe a little low in my book. Um, I think this team's to be reckoned with. Uh, he does currently sit fourth in the standings with record and points. So um, a very dangerous and powerful Big Dak Energy. All right, moving right along to number seven and the McAfrican Americans um, and Sims McAfresh. Usually I would press him to change his name, but considering, you know, McAfrican Americans kind of applies to Sims in his athletic career as a white man, kind of balling out um, in a heavily African American dominated sport football, the McAfrican Americans 
applies, and I'm going to let it slide. But looking at his team, I actually really like this team. Um, he missed last week on his tight ends. He's, he's kind of – he was hoping for Gronk to come back. He had zero points. My, Mike Gazeki put up 33 points last week, 27 points last week on his bench. But he's going to go with Gazeki this week. Um, and I like his – I really like his team. A little weak at flex, but – you got Mahomes, Kamara, Connor, Metcalf, Lamb, Gazeki. Some really nice pieces there. Um, and a very dangerous team going forward. He had a monster week with 176.5 points and a big win overall. Never let Jack. Uh, so Sims is right there in the hunt, sitting at one and one and seventh overall in the power rankings or the uh, standings and seventh in the power rankings. Crazy. All right, number six this week is the Atlanta Athletic Chubb. Barely out of that fifth spot in overall points, and he's going to be at number six. And let's look a, let's take a quick look at his team here. I cannot speak per usual. Don't know why I'm doing this, but, you know, I think you guys enjoy it. Um, the Atlanta Athletic Chubb, that's a tongue twister. They are one and one after a monster week as well. 174.69, third overall in scoring last week. Let's take a quick, quick look at his team. Um, Roethlisberger, Chubb, Woods, Ridley, Eckler. Big time performers through the whole lineup. Ridley looks like the guy in Atlanta as far as touchdowns and points. That is encouraging, and he's got some nice tier two backup quarterback. I mean, running backs on the bench: Ronald Jones, Benny Snell, and Jeff Wilson Jr. A very deep team, and I like them going forward. If Roethlisberger can continue to, you know, be Roethlisberger. Um, but yeah, that's number seven this week with the uh, Atlanta Athletic Chubb. Moving right along to number five in the week three power rankings is the high-valued Tough Eats and my squadron. Um, devastation this week with the loss of Christian McCaffrey for the foreseeable future. Luckily, he gave me another 30 spot and a, another large victory, 178.2 to 95 over the peanut butter Falcons. Um, I'm going to miss CMC. He's our first pick, but, you know, we got a nice cushion in points going forward and a 2-0 start. I still got Lamar Jackson, Gordon, Hopkins, Higby, Allen to kind of just hope they grind through these next couple weeks, maybe get a win or two, and uh, stay in the hunt until CMC gets back. When picked up Frank Gore, he had 20-plus carries last week for the Jets. Um, for free, so if I can't get something done with some of you uh, twats out there, um, I'm going to roll with Frank, and he's going to get me to where I need to be moving forward. No doubt in my mind. A little bit of doubt. All right, number four is the Charlotte football team and Duncan Palmer. 
Um, let's take a quick, quick, quick look at the Charlotte football team. Uh, still love that team name, and we discussed that last week. But he's 2-0, and folks. Um, I think it's been a while since he got off to a 2-0 and start. He's third overall in the standings. Um, kind of a down week in points, but he got the win over the My Cup Ertz. 120 to 113. Um, maybe the pick of the year thus far is Josh Allen, who has been incredible. He's the number two overall ranked scoring quarterback with 43 and a half points last week. Let's see when he picked him. All the way down to the bottom, 11th round. That's a great value for uh, that kind of start this far. And Another bright spot, which is very encouraging, is the Fournette. Uh, looked like he kind of assumed the number one running back role in Tampa Bay after uh, Ronald. Ronald Jones had a terrible fumble, and Tom Brady holds grudges longer than anybody else in the country. Um, really a solid team with a lot of Tier 2 backup Running backs on the bench with White, Dobbins, Madison, and Edmonds. Really all skilled guys. And he's running out Drake and Fournette in his starting lineup. Uh, really a deep team and in great shape for a playoff run. All right, number three this week is the Balls to the Wallers. And owner, Josh Hart, an electric week, two with 172 points. And a team that doesn't have many weaknesses. A quick rundown of his team, Rodgers, Jacobs, Cooper, Waller, Aaron Jones, Ingram, um, with some nice big upside potential in Jarek McKinnon, Russell Gage in this week's starting lineup. Um, he still has left Bell on IR. I don't really know Left Bell's situation um, and Debo Samuel. So, wow, if he gets healthy, um, it could be even more dangerous. Um, they're number two in the standings at 2-0, and um, in perfect shape to make a playoff run and maybe get one of those top one or two seeds, which is always coveted. Um, so number three this week is the balls to the wallers. Number two, a little bit of a surprise to me as I had him number nine in my personal power rankings is the Moore Barnshed. Um, it seems like each year Fantasy Pros and ESPN just loves this guy's team no matter the record or points put up. But um, he's sitting number two in the overall ranking power rankings here. If we take a quick look at his team, um, we'll try and see why that's the case, um, as he is number 10 in the standings at 0-2. Which doesn't make any sense to me, but here we go. Watson, Cook, Moore, Schuster, Kelsey, Lockett. Very good. Um, I do like that. He's running out Antonio Gibson and Joshua Kelly as running back two and flex. Um, a couple unproven players, so we'll see there. I don't know why he's ranked this high, folks. Um, maybe he's got some sort of in over there. He's got a guy at ESPN and Fantasy Pros. Maybe Mitch has a guy that he's using. 
to get that kind of rankings. But he's 0-2, 10th overall in the standings. Um, and that's really all I got to say about it. So, Zach, I don't know how to feel about this for you, buddy. Well, the moment we've all been waiting for is here. The number one ranked team in the week three power rankings is the Mark Mandrews is your daddy. No surprise there. And he is way ahead of two through five in overall points, power points, um, according to my, my little handy-dandy spreadsheet here. So let's take a look at Tyler Andrews. It seems like he's in the exact same position as he was last year with a really solid team. But he is one and one. Um, but has put up a lot of points through the first two weeks. Um, he had a five-point loss to Big Deck Energy last week. But when you have Russell Wilson, Zeke Elliott, Chris Carson, Tyreek Hill, Mark Mandrews, um, I can see why he's in the favorite. ESPN and Fantasy Pros loves him um, and loves the teams he puts together. Um, I don't question them in this case. With some nice pieces to throw in there with Daryl Henderson, Hunter Henry, Devin Singletary with flex options there. Uh, really a strong team. And I don't think anyone can argue that he, he has the best-looking lineup right now, especially after week two injuries. He's kind of scathed those um, free. And he's got Devontae Freeman that he stashed, who could be the number one option in New York, um, maybe not this week, but going forward um, after he signed to a one-year $3 million deal with the New York Giants. So congratulations, Tyler Andrews, number one in this week's power rankings. <laughs>